Welcome to Court Vision Blog's podcast and first episode. Um, for all those who listen and who don't know who we are, we are a basketball um, podcast and blog, but we also talk about other sports as well and touch upon like national news of other sports, but we'll mostly be focused on, on, and on basketball. Um, this is very exciting. This is something that we've been wanting to do, and by we, I mean me. Uh, my name's Jeff, for all those who don't know, and uh, this is something I've been wanting to do, um, a little side hobby, and I am super excited to start this. I have some time now. I am so pumped that I can get something going that I love. I love basketball. I love being a part of the sport. I love talking about the sport. I love being a part of it. Um, and hopefully this podcast and our blog can grow more and expand it upon other sports as well, expand on the basketball world. Um, but I've been looking forward to do this for a while. I hope that you guys enjoy the show. Please give feedback. Please tweet it out. Please share with your friends. Uh, subscribe, resubscribe um, to get more followers and make us move up uh, on the spots. Um, but, you know, dream come true. Um, so let's go. On today's podcast, we're going to be touching upon a few topics, um, NBA free agency, uh, the upcoming NBA draft, which is tomorrow night, um, the, the crazy NBA trades that are happening right now, but first we have to touch upon the Toronto Raptors are your NBA championship champions. Um, kind of crazy, uh, not a team I expected after making that trade, uh, they get Kawhi Leonard and getting a rental player. This is nuts. This is this was a crazy playoff. Um, I think Kawhi Leonard is actually the top basketball player in the world. Um, I think him and Durant are actually. I think Durant's up there, even though include without the with the injury. I think they're one A and one B. Um, Kawhi had a Jordan S playoffs. Um, something we have never seen before. His mid-range games was going, his long-range was going. Uh, he was taking it to the hoop. His, obviously, defensively, is just a stud on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and they just played well. And then, you know, unfor- it's unfortunate that we weren't able to see the Warriors in full health. Um, I mean, like, the game where Durant came back, the Warriors just looked like a whole different team. And it looked like they was going to shift to the Warriors' way and they were going to three-peat. But unfortunately, that horrific injury that he had um, kind of stopped it. And then Clay Thompson's injury just added more that they were just going to not win this. Um, Steph gave his best. Uh, you know, this is a team that, a Warriors team that could run it back. But I feel like the Warriors-Raptors series and the Raptors winning the finals didn't gained too much attention because it got interrupted and blocked by the Lakers trade for Anthony Davis. Um, I feel like NBA Twitter blew up on that. Um, everyone was going nuts. This is a trade that I think both sides won. I only think the biggest loser out of this was the Knicks, which I'll explain upon a little bit in a little bit, but like, the Lakers got their guy. AD is who they wanted from day one, the moment he said, I want out. 
Um, they weren't on. They were unable to get a trade done during the season. Um, I was hoping that my Celtics would get him. Um, you know, pull the Kawhi, get the rental player for the year, see if you can win a championship. Um, possibly bring back Kyrie, but that it wasn't gonna happen. You know, so now the Lakers they're stacked. You have your LeBron James, the best one of the best players in the league, um, and then you have your Anthony Davis, who's the one of the other top, like a top five player in the NBA. This team is, I think, one max player short of going to winning an NBA Finals. Um, I should have bet them before they made this trade. I made a huge mistake. God damn it, I went against my instincts and I should have did it. Um, but anyways, they from what they gained and what they're about to attract to this team and the possibility of signing a third max contract player, um, I heard that they're trying to make room to sign Chris, try to get Chris Paul in a trade. Um, I also think they're trying to make room to get another max contract player. Um, I could see them getting a Kimba Walker. And a really messed up thing, I think they could get Kyrie back, which Kyrie would just make him a, I don't know, a phony for what he said he wanted to be, his own guy, his own uh, leader and everything like that. And then just to go team up with the guy that you left so you could take your own team. Um, it's unfortunate, but I could see him doing that. Um, so we'll see where the Lakers go, and the Lakers, maybe they'll keep Rondo, and um, maybe they'll sign some other guys. The other thing about the Lakers that they were able to do, which I'm pretty happy that they were able to do, I don't know, I'm not a Lakers fan, is they kept Kuzma. Um, Kuzma was a big, big um, keep for them. Uh, a guy that showed out his sophomore year, a guy I think that's actually going to be a primary third or fourth scorer for this team, depending on what the rest of free agency looks like for the Lakers or if they end up making any more trades. So that turned out to be very, very well for them. Um, the Pelicans won out, too, because they got three first-rounders, and they got Brandon Ingram, Alonzo Ball. They're going to draft Zion Williamson. Um, they also got Josh Hart, who I think is a good six-man or bench player. Um... And they also got those the Lakers pick this year, which they could trade away to get some more assets, or they could keep that pick and just rebuild, um, and draft someone of the four that fourth pick. Um, the Pelicans have set themselves up for a very very bright future. I think they're a team they'll be bounced back right back into the playoffs within two or three years. I think they are gonna be amazing. Um. I think Ball is going to grow and Ingram's going to grow into the players that they're supposed to be and not have their growth stunned by LeBron James. Um, not saying that LeBron's uh, a player that would that does that, but when he becomes a primary scorer for a team, and I don't think it gives those guys, Ball and, them, and Ingram, a chance to let them do what they want because they're more focused on trying to get the ball to LeBron. Um, so this Pelicans team that they currently have with the drafting of Zion Williamson and maybe the Knicks maybe messing up and they could draft R.J. Barrett with the fourth pick. It should be very interesting to watch this team grow. I'm actually excited. Um, it also, hopefully they can sign back Julius Randle. I know he just said he opted out. Um, it would be awesome if they could sign him back because then they would just have a young, solid backcourt. And Julius Randle had a great season last year. 
Um, so it should be interesting. Uh, the Knicks. Sucks to be a Knicks fan. Uh, you guy, front office. I know what they're trying to do, and I understand what they're trying to do, but you gave up Christo you gave up Porzingis, who's a top twenty five player in the league and who has a ton of potential, is young and growing, just to see if you could sign two top max free agents. It's kind of tough now with like the front office that they have. Those guys don't do crap for that team. Um, you know, they're just not in good shape. I think they need to let everyone go in their front office and try to sign someone that actually cares about basketball and wants their team to win and makes makes it more of an attractive place to play. The Knicks are just a dumpster fire within the past three years. It, it's like with the whole Carmelo trade and then Carmelo kind of falling off the face of the earth and not playing well and then Porzingis not wanting to be there uh, and then have to trade him. I mean, you they have a good asset in Dennis Smith Jr., but I feel like they might trade him to try to get, like, they might get Darius Garland if they don't draft an R.J. Barrett, which would be absolutely nuts, but I don't know. I honestly don't know where the Knicks are going or what their plans are. I just know that they lost out big time in this uh, trade, and, you know, it's unfortunate. Uh, it'd be nice to see them come back into the mix again with the Celtics and the Sixers who are back in the glory days. But maybe they could sign someone in free agency, but who knows? I just don't think they're going to get the player that they wanted or who they thought they were going to get. I think they might have to just restart all over again, um, which, <laughs> which they're currently doing. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but the NBA free agency should be Super interesting, as always. Uh, I feel like NBA free agency is always entertaining. I love when guys tweet the eyes. Those are probably my favorite things. Like NBA players tweet eyes, emo the eye emojis, and everyone just freaks out. Every Big J journalist out there is like, oh, big trade, something's going to happen. Uh, my phone constantly goes off. It cracks me up. I get excited. I'm like, oh, no, who are we going to get? And then it just turns out they're eating, like, a steak or something that they – or they just are a good-looking girl or something crazy like that. Um, so it's always kind of funny to um, see those tweets. I wish I knew an NBA player right now because I would just have them tweet it constantly um, no matter what. But we'll see what happens with NBA free agency. Um some big names that are out there, obviously, Kevin Durant and Kawhi. Um, like I had mentioned before, are the top two players in the NBA right now. I think Kawhi stays. If he doesn't stay, then I think he goes to the, like, uh, the Clippers, that is. I know that the Lakers want to get him, but I don't see him playing LeBron. I see him wanting to be his own guy. Um, he's just not that type of dude, Kawhi. I think he's very much about doing his own thing and having a team around him and not having to play around like a LeBron. Um, I still think he should stay in Toronto. You just won a championship. Why not try to run it back again see if you can do it again? Um, that's a very good defensive team, and I think Nick Nurse did a great job with them. Um, Kevin Durant is also an interesting one because Durant 
is injured. Um, and I don't know what, you know, I'm sure teams are going to take a risk on him um, and sign him, and he could come back uh, a better Durant, a worse Durant, or the same Durant. You, we, you just don't know. So I think a team's going to take a risk on him. But if I'm also Kevin Durant, I'm opted in. If I, with the Warriors, I get paid $31 million to sit the bench uh, for the rest of the season until I decide where I want to go again and find out what's happening out there. Maybe you can go to another team. Um, we'll see. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to sign him. Um, Kyrie Irving's been one of the interesting ones to um, leaving the Celtics wanting to go somewhere else. Brooklyn has said that they want him, but now they don't want him if they can't if he can't attract KD, which is very interesting. It's like <laughs> I don't know. It's like having a friend, like making friends with someone to try to get them to get you into a party, but then they can't get you into that party, so you're like, ah screw you guys, I'm out. You don't become friends with that person anymore. You don't want to talk to him. That's what I feel like this is this this deal is like. Um, so it's kind of funny to see Brooklyn. So Brooklyn could end up running back with D'Lo, which I would do. D'Lo is a great young player. Um, I think he's amazing. I think what he's done and grown, he's grown up so much um, within the past three years. I mean, the whole Nick Young and um, whatever name is, Iggy Azalea thing, you know, that was very immature, but, you know, he grew up. He grew up. He learned his lesson from that. I think he would be a great fit with any team. Um, so it should be interesting. Another guy that's out there is Kimball Walker. Um, Kimball Walker is a great point guard. I've heard that Dallas is interested in him. I could see him getting signed by the Lakers as well. I could see him getting signed by the Knicks going back home to New York. Um... I would honestly like to see him go to Dallas. It's his personal preference. I Anyone that goes to the Lakers, I would not want to see go to the Lakers just because, well, I'm a Celtics fan and I don't want them to go anywhere. Uh, and then speaking of being a Celtics fan, we're also losing Al Horford uh, to free agency. So it would be interesting to see who signs Al Horford um, to a max deal and where he goes. I think he is going to try to chase a ring, and I could see him going to actually... I don't know. I could probably see him going to like a Milwaukee or something or if Milwaukee has that cap space. I'm not sure if they do. Um, so it should be a very interesting free agency. Uh, Celtics are kind of in a rough spot and they could be rebuilding again. I don't know what's going to happen. I hope that I would like to see them sign Kimber Walker. Uh, that would be awesome. But we'll see what happens. Um, Jimmy Butler is also a big name that's out there that I think Houston's going to sign. I know he's rumored to go th- that they're highly interested in him. Uh, I know the Lakers are interested in him. I think the Lakers are interested in anyone. Um, verbal meme, I think. It's like that meme that shows like everyone wearing a Lakers jersey, like Michael Jordan and all these guys, because I think Lakers fans just think everyone's going to the Lakers. Now that they have uh, LeBron and AD. So we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. Also, I just saw this uh, back to the Lakers because... Um, kind of pissed about this. This is probably why one of the reasons why AD went there or LeBron's low-key paying him more money. He's in Space Jam 2, uh, which is absolutely nuts. And so is in Clay Thompson. So that could be an, also an eye emoji thing because Clay Thompson's a free agent, could end up in the Lakers, and with and Diana Trashy's also in it. So maybe she'll end up on the Lakers too. 
we'll see. We'll find out. Um, but back to what I was talking about with Fridge, Jimmy Butler's a big one. Uh, the Marcus Cousins is also another one that's out there. I don't know what's going to happen. It should be interesting. I'm glad it starts early this year. It's June 30th. It starts at 6 p.m. I am going to be looking forward to this. Um, I don't have to stay up late to see what happens, to report anything. Um, <laughs> we'll definitely be on my phone. I will be at work, but I would also be focusing on what's going on. Um, so we will see what happens there. It's going to be an interesting offseason for sure. There's always going to be some sort of drama. Some rumors are always coming out. I mean, look at all the rumors that are coming out about Chris Paul right now. It's kind of funny to listen to. Um, he doesn't want to be there. I mean, it's the Rockets anyways are just an interesting team itself with the Harden, Paul dynamic, D'Antoni holding the ball for the last minute uh, and the last seconds on the shot clock to shoot the ball. Um, tough offense to watch. Humble Bragg went to uh, an NBA Finals, NBA playoff game, which Golden State played against the Rockets, game five, and it was tough to watch. Um, a lot of holding the ball down to the last seconds to shoot the ball. Um, how about you move the ball around and play actual basketball? I mean, I'm a big James Harden fan. I think he's a great player. I think he's one of the, one of the most prolific scorers we have in the game right now and one of the top players in the world. Um, definitely top three. I just can't stand watching their offense. I don't know. It's terrible to watch. Hopefully it gets fixed. Hopefully they sign someone that helps them move the ball a little bit more. Something has to happen because that team cannot keep getting beat by the Warriors every time they go to the NBA playoffs. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've read Daryl Morey for like the past three or four years that the Warriors have beat him has been like grateful and tweeted towards them and then is progressively is like, uh, congrats to the Warriors beating us. Um, you know, it started out with congrats to the Warriors beat us, they're the better team. I wish them the best of luck to now uh we just got F and B again by the Warriors. Congratulations. So we'll see what happens um in this free agency, uh the trades, what's gonna happen. So it's gonna be an interesting NBA free agency. Um, tomorrow night is definitely also going to be interesting uh, with NBA draft coming up. Uh, there will, I'm sure we'll see some trades. I don't know if we'll see any major trades. A lot of teams are trying to trade for that fourth spot. I know Atlanta's trying to package something together with their two picks, the 8 and the 10. I know Minnesota's aggressively trying to get there, but I'm interested in, to see how Minnesota's going to get there and what they're willing to give up. Um, I'm, I think the Celtics are also in the mix of trying to get there. Um, there's a lot of teams just trying to get into that four spot area. So we'll see what happens there. Um, the draft is also going to be highly interesting. Everyone says it's a three person draft. I think it's a little bit more than that, to be honest. I think you're going to have about six or seven guys that are going to, um, be at least perennial all-stars in this league. If not, um, I honestly, I think one guy that a lot of people are not really talking about and he was the third guy on Duke is Cam Reddish. I think Cam Reddish is a better will be a better player in the NBA than he will be in college just cuz his game is the three-point game and that's what the NBA is right now. I think his game more suits what's what the NBA is than um some of the players that are going above him. Um 
I just think that he's going to show out and be a great player. I can see him averaging about 12 or 13 points this freaking year. Um, another guy that I'm also high on, and I've written about him before in my blog, is Romeo Langford. I think Romeo Langford is going to be your sleeper rookie of the year this year. Um, I know it's a little crazy. I think he might slip into the late lottery or even um, be a top 20 pick. I just, there's something about this kid that is, uh, he's a dominant, he can be a dominant scorer. He needs to develop his jump shot a little bit more, but he's a great basket finisher. Um, there's just a little bit of hard work and some work with him on the offseason. I think you're going to see Romeo Langford's name pop up a lot um, during the season. I think more towards the All-Star break, but he's going to have, I think, one of the better rookie seasons. Um, but this draft should be interesting anyways. I mean, we already know. I think the know the first three picks, but who knows? Um, we know that Memphis has traded Mike Conley today to Utah, which is huge. Um, so you know they're going with Ja. Um, and there's still rumors about the Knicks maybe going with Darius Garland, but we don't know. Um, if you pass up on R.J. Barrett, I think that's a bad move. Either way, if R.J. Barrett doesn't turn into anything it still makes the Knicks look good because they didn't go with the surprising pick that might have been bad, which is Darius Garland. And Darius Garland could be a Kyrie Irving-esque player. Um, he pulled like had played 11 games this year at Vanderbilt. Could have had a great season. Uh, unfortunately, suffered some injuries. Then, you know, he could be one of those guys that comes in into the league and is an instant star. We don't know. Um, another couple interesting things. I think Colin Sexton gets traded if the Cleveland Cavaliers draft a point guard. Um, there's a couple point guards there at that spot, but I think they go with a DeAndre Hunter or Jared Culver. Jared Culver's still there. I would really like to see Jared Culver go with the fourth pick. Um, it should be an in, like I said, interesting draft. Um, I'm very I'm highly excited for it. I think. There's a lot of great players out there. Like I said, I think I've had my sleeper picks on who's going to go where um, or who is going to be your rookie of the year outside the top top three picks, and I think it's going to be um, Romeo Linkford. But we'll see. I could be wrong. I, you know, I'm just making a shot. But you have guys like Najir Little. Najir Little only played... He played off the bench for North Carolina, but he was one of the highest bench scorers. I think he averaged, I think he had a total of 553 off the bench, which is nuts. Um, I think he would be a great fit for any team being a small forward in the lottery. Um, I think that, you know, what Atlanta does with their two picks is also going to be interesting. What Boston does with their four picks is very highly interesting to me. Um, I mean, I'm, I am a Celtics fan, so we'll see what happens, but that's a lot. Um, but there's, yeah, I don't know. I think DeAndre Hunter's a steal too. Like I'm looking at the list right now and I think that DeAndre Hunter's another athletic, strong athletic guy that a team could not pass up on. I think he's like a good fit for anyone. I think he is bodies NBA ready. Uh, I think he probably needs to work on his jump shooting a little bit more on that range, but his body's NBA ready. I think he would be a good defensive player. 
Uh, Rui Hachimura is another one that I think is another great player. I like the guys that have been in the college for about a year or two and kind of just blow up, like a Jared Culver, a John Morant, a Rui Hachimura. Um, these guys who put in the work so their games have grown over the years, and you know they're going to continue to grow and work harder. Um, another guy that I think is going to be a good pick for um, either a contender or even late in the lottery is Ty Jerome. Uh, Ty Jerome is a player that I think a lot of people are kind of overlooking, but I think he's going to be a great basketball player. He's a great shooter. He played in Virginia's offense, which was slow, averaged 16 points a game. So now imagine if he played in an offense that was fast-paced. I think he could double, could have made at least 23, 24 points a game. Um, so I think he's going to come in and give a team outside shooting right away. Um, he's a good, good player with some experience. Um, yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm excited about this draft. I'm going to talk more about the draft in my next episode, um, which will be featuring professional NBA scout uh, Carl Berman. Uh, Carl and I have been good friends about for 10 or 11 years, so hope you guys tune in for that uh, episode, which which should be dropping this weekend. Um, well, thank you for listening to our my first episode. Uh, please let me know what you feel, your feedback. Uh, anything is Any feedback is good feedback. I know I didn't talk too long. It's a little hard doing it want by one person. Um, I might have sounded like I was a little all over the place, but I promise I'll come in a little more organized. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this. I look forward to your feedback. I look forward to hearing from all of you. Uh, please spread the news about this podcast. Please tell your friends. Please subscribe, resubscribe. Uh, all that good stuff. I'm excited uh, to do this. And I am excited to have some loyal fans. And I look forward to my next podcast. Like I said, next podcast will have NBA uh, scout Carl Berman um, like I said Carl and I have known each other for about 10 years now uh, great guy smart guy has run his own scouting business for a long time now um, and we uh, I'm looking forward to a great conversation with him um, definitely we'll have our draft recap I'm going to ask some Carl some questions about the NBA draft his thoughts um, where guys stand and what who his sleeper is and we'll see where it goes. Um, hopefully to get more guests on. Uh, I'm definitely reaching out to more people. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in tonight. And, uh, you know, I hope you have a great day. Uh, have fun.